Hi guys. Well, I made it to the CrossFit Lowlands Throwdown. This is part one of a special Europe is Coming edition. It's a bit of an experiment, so bear with me and let's see how it goes. Welcome to the Europe is Coming podcast, taking you inside the minds of Europe's best CrossFit athletes and the people behind them. So without much plan or any interviews booked at all, I showed up at the arena and picked up my press pass early in the day. First off, I met Tanya, David's daughter. She has just started to train with the programme and we had a chat in between her events. Okay, Tanya. Yes. David's daughter. Yeah. Welcome to the Europe is Coming podcast. Thank we you. We are uh, sitting in the, how do you say, is it Rye? Is it the R or A I I arena? I don't know how to say it. Rye arena. Okay. We're in the Rye arena, the Lowlands Throwdown. Yeah. And it's it's like the quiet time on Saturday afternoon now, yeah. isn't it? How many workouts have you done already? I've done three already. And how are you doing? We're doing okay. Um, I wish that the last workout would have gone better, but um, it's something we just need to work on. And myself, it was... Uh, it was gymnastics and then a heavy barbell, mm-hmm. and the snatch is uh, heavy for me, uh, so it was hard to uh, get past that. But we were able to manage and excited about the next three workouts. Cool. Are um, you training with the program now? Yeah. And when did you join the gang? I joined very recently. I joined after my trip um, to Mallorca. Okay. So uh, Sola that trains with the program. Yeah. <laughs> invited me last minute to come with her to train in Mallorca and I didn't know it was the same weekend as the semi-final athletes were doing uh, the camp mm-hmm. so I joined in on the camp the last part of the camp and it was so much fun that I decided to switch over to the program you liked it because they were friendly yeah they were all fr- friendly and also just the level is so good there I just want to become better improve myself as an athlete and I think the program takes so well care of their athletes mm. that I really enjoyed seeing them. Okay. So tell me a bit about yourself. You're from Iceland. What with the name and everything? Yeah. You can't be from anywhere else. No. <laughs> As a daughter, yeah, I'm from Iceland. How old are you? I'm 25. And when did you start doing CrossFit? I started, I think, when I was 19. So uh, my background is soccer. And I used to play soccer uh, from like eight or nine years old and uh, at 17 I got injured in my knee and my doctor told me that I couldn't continue because my knee has gotten so bad I had to do two surgeries oh gosh yeah and uh, he told me to not train and not do CrossFit so I of course signed up for a beginner's course in CrossFit and and started doing CrossFit and I just fell in love with the sport especially coming from soccer and being always with the team, mm. even though CrossFit is an individual sport, sometimes, sometimes team, I think all the athletes take so well care of each other and it's kind of like a team dynamic. Yeah. And so as you've got better and better in the sport, has that, it must presumably, you have to train like it's your job. Yeah. Uh, I train like it's my job and I train uh, four or five hours per day, twice a day. Uh, so... And then I'm a full-time coach. So mm. I'm the head coach at uh, Cross Valens now in Luxembourg. Um, so I spend my time at the box from nine to nine. <laughs> okay, so you've, you're all in. Yeah, all in. What's it like in Luxembourg? Different to Iceland, I guess. It's very different. Uh, I really enjoy it. But 
still, Luxembourg is a small country and Iceland as well. So it's not like coming to this huge country where uh, nobody knows each other. It's it's kind of like Icelandic, mm. you know? Why did you move to Luxembourg? Um, well, I got um, I got a job offer two weeks before I had to start the job. So um, they needed a coach in Valens. They needed two head coaches and me and my friend Unir got the job uh, and had like two weeks notice to pick everything up and move out. And we decided, you know, why not just do it? Mm-hmm. You know, because of the experience and um, learning how to be more than just the coach coaching classes, you know, control everything, program and, and stuff like that. I just wanted to take the job and, you know, give it my all. <laughs> when did you start there? Uh, I started in September. How's it going? It's going really good. Good. Yeah. I think we're getting a lot of members in and also everybody in the box have such a nice spirit. Mm. Like they're always so happy and enjoy uh, their class and we always try to make it their best hour of the day, you know? Yeah. So I think it's going really good so I, far. I think I'd like you as my coach because like, <laughs> that sounds like exactly the kind of thing that I would want. Because yeah. when I go, it is my best hour of the yeah. day. Very often just yeah. hanging out with my friends and yeah. getting sweaty. Yeah, exactly. And even though I'm a CrossFit athlete, I know that people in my gym aren't necessarily coming to become CrossFit athletes. They mm. just want to sweat, have fun, enjoy with their friends. And they love hanging out there because they make new friends. You know what I'm saying? So we tried to make the community uh, better and everybody, you know, hanging around. I love, I love watching that. You like to inspire people. Yeah. Yeah. So is it true that every Icelandic athlete knows every other Icelandic athlete? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, kind of. Because <laughs> I was just thinking like, okay, so you guys are quite well known for being pretty good at CrossFit. Yeah. Say. And um, that there's... Always seems to be an Icelandic name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's a tiny country, isn't it? Yeah, it is a tiny country. And for example, uh, last year I was competing at uh, Alfit in Egypt. Oh, yeah. And I'd never been to that competition. And there's this girl, her name is Gudbjörg. She's actually competing this weekend as well. And I didn't know her prior. We had never trained together. We had never met. But we decided to share a hotel room in uh, Cairo, Egypt, without knowing each other. <laughs> so, like, we feel like we know yeah. everybody. It's a small country. You have a secret language as well. Yeah, nobody understands. That, say, tell me that thing again you were telling me, that keep your bottom-up thing. How do you say it? Rúsina raskat. yeah. Which in English means? Raise an asshole. <laughs> it's like a cute word you call babies. Uh, it's a word that's all taught. You call it, you call babies assholes? Well, no, like, but if they're cute, where you say like, ah, oh, little rúsina raskat, which means, ah, uh, oh, you're so adorable, oh, you know? okay. Yeah. Okay, you guys are weird. Yeah. <laughs> So, what's your goals for this year, Tanya? Um, My goal is I have a lot of competition going on right now uh, in June and July. And my goal is just to get better and learn how to compete. Okay, you need to learn how to compete. Well, yeah, training and competing is not the same thing, Mm -hmm. obviously. And um, I think doing more competition and getting more comfortable on the competition floor will make you better as an athlete. So... uh, this year is all about experience and trying to get better and focusing on my weakness as much as my strengths. What are your weaknesses? 
definitely snatch weightlifting. I still have a hard time with my uh, right knee from my soccer injury. Okay. So don't have full mobility in my right knee. And something that I'm working on with uh, Christoph, my coach in the program, to get okay. better at. Christoph's your boy. Yeah, he's my he's my coach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got my back. You got, the, you got a good one there. Yeah, yeah. he knows all about coming back from injury. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially also from the from knee injury and stuff mm. like that. So I'm happy to work with him and and try to get my knee better to improve. Well, I'm sure that you'll get there. Yeah. Well, so after this, what's your next competition? A Liège Throwdown in uh, Belgium. Not so far to go then. No, it's only <laughs> going to be a drive from Luxembourg. <laughs> and then I have the French throwdown. So you qualified for that too? Yeah. Will you come to Spain later in the year? Is it, the, is it Madrid in October? Yeah, it's in October. So I actually uh, got invited to be a part of a team, but I'm doing so many competitions now, I decided to not do it. Mm -hmm. But maybe I'll come and cheer everybody on on Madrid. Yeah, it's chaos. Yeah, <laughs> it's full on Spanish style. Yeah, competition. You never know what's happening. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> but Lowlands is really well known for being very organized. Oh yeah, on time. I love it. It's like really, really um, to the minute. Yeah, the schedule is very good here, and I always know when I'm going on. So warm warming up is very nice, knowing when you're going. Mm. Because like if things get delayed and you're warming up for 90 minutes for maybe a snatch event, it's yeah, you no, know, it's it gets in your head. You're exhausted before you get there. Yeah, exactly. And then cold again <laughs> before doing the work. Well, good luck with the rest of the weekend. Thank you. Thanks for chatting. <laughs> yeah, and, you too. Uh, look forward to seeing you in Mallorca again. Yeah, same. <laughs> then I hit the floor to see who I could bump into. Firstly, I met a really lovely woman called Vilika who had positioned herself strategically so she could specifically watch Khan Porter. <laughs> the team lifting event was really fun to watch. It's a snatch ladder, which I think every semi-final is running. The guys went first and they and it reminded me when they entered the competition floor as if they were joining a really slow and pretty heavy country dancing competition as they were walking in in pairs, almost in synchronisation. If one of the pair didn't make the lift, then they had to step off, and the other one continued along the ladder to the final barbell, which they then could specify the weight of. It was really exciting and really showed the range of strength from the top to the bottom of the pack. Patricia Strenius from CrossFit Nordic did an amazing job, but her team were outlifted by CrossFit Reykjavik, who are having a, a tier clerk to me sort of weekend. In other words, dominant. So then, it was time to go and charm my way into places I probably shouldn't have been. I want to talk to you first, Nikki. I'm, I'm, I'm getting shy now, I'm getting nervous. No, no, you're oh. good, you're good. We're always doing this talking. Okay. So I'm stood in the athlete warm-up area with Nikki. She has just basically told me I can't do anything except chat to her. <laughs> True. And uh, you are one of the original greats, aren't you? You have been with the competition since it began. Not since it began, but from the almost the beginning when it got bigger. Because we just started with our own box as an event, because it was just friends starting CrossFit that time ago. It was almost 12 years now. And we got together, and then it became Benelux. More boxes joined, and then we had to go to a bigger venue, which became Appledorn. And we were just people doing things together, and now it's become professional. What did you do at the beginning? 
Well, athletes control as well, but it was just like friends. You know how you have an event at the box? It's that. It was that atmosphere. So you're like everybody's mum. Yeah. And, and I didn't have a sore throat then because everybody would listen because we'd know each other and say, oh, you're on in 10 minutes, right? Yeah, 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 I'll be there. So your job is to make sure they all get on time. Yeah, yeah. You are really famous then because every athlete I've spoken to said how brilliant it is that it's always on time. Yeah, I don't do it myself anymore. I just tell people what to do. Yeah, so you do well. <laughs> Thank you very much for making this event happen. I think a lot of people are having a great time. Oh, wonderful to hear. Yeah, because it's hard with four fields. Yeah, it's really great. Yeah. So this is for the elite athletes. Yeah, this is an elite. Another space for the other the classic. The classics. No, that it's just the, the elites. These people do it for the money, and and the classics, they want to do it for the money. Oh yeah. <laughs> Perfect description. And they might get there. Yeah. There's a lot of good people there. There's a lot Did of. Do you good have your eye on this year Oof. for the CrossFit Games? Who do you think is going to qualify? There's so many. There's so many, I don't know. I think Lazar's definitely is. Yes. And his brother. Yeah. And then we've got um, Aldis of Anekis. Yeah. He's looking, he's looking good. And then after that, it gets a bit hazy. There's so many it, good boys. And they're so close. Yeah. It used to be that there used to be a, a great length, and then you were, you know, it, suddenly one would be better at this and one would be better at that, but they're all over. All over, they're good. Well, what about the girls? Same story, they're so close. Because they started, when we started, it was old people starting it and getting better. And now it's really young now, now kids. Now babies. Yeah. <laughs> like Laura, I remember Laura came in when she was 70. She was like a, just a teenager. Yeah. And look at her now. She's and when she came in with her brother and her father, and she, I remember she asked me, where can we get some food? Where's the grocery store? Oh. And look at her, and now she's so now big. She has an entourage. Yeah. But I know Christopher, her brother, because I live in Mallorca. And that's where he trains. Yeah, he's a nice man. Together with Gabriella. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And Jordan um, Neville. Yeah. So thanks so much, Nikki. Thank you. Be on the Europe is coming podcast. Okay. Thank you, Nikki, for charmingly bouncing me out of the athletes area. Although she did let me have a quick chat with Anaïs Longcri, who is one of the programme athletes. She's French and uh, she is very, very happy and excited to be at semi-finals. Hey, Anaïs, how are you doing? I'm doing what I, what I can do. Like, uh, so it's a first experience for me, so I'm super happy to be in that competition. It's the biggest one for me. Uh, and it's uh, my biggest as an individual also because I started to... The, the, when I saw you in quarterfinals, yeah. you were super happy just to have been in quarterfinals and now you are here in semifinals. How amazing. Yeah, it's amazing because um, due to my injury, so I got a, a knee surgery last summer and my uh, shoulder is not good at all for the moment. So I was not uh, able to do any ring muscle up or stuff like gymnastics. Um, so I didn't know if I was able to do the open or not this year. And finally, I did the first phase of the open was okay, pretty okay. And so I decided to do the quarter final. 
and then uh, the ringmaster just show up and the quarter final I was like oh my god I'm gonna just don't qualify for semi-final of course because there is ringmaster and it's been maybe eight months I didn't do anyone and finally it was one of my best workouts so I'm super happy and I didn't expect it to qualify for semi-final but after the first day I was 65 I was like oh my god I'm like five place so close to semi-final so I just tried to push hard on the second day uh, it was even worse because I finished like 72 I was like 12 place oh. yeah from the the semi-final I was like okay the last workout on the last day is for me because it's a snatch workout with row and I'm good at that and I like that and I pushed super hard and I did it yeah and I finished 55 it's really exciting and I, I mean this atmosphere in Lowlands is really hired the crowd are really nice that, yeah. and everything is so well organized as well it's like a very cool professional competition for you to be at yeah finally it's my first uh, professional competition and it's really amazing like I'm here just to take experience because as I said I qualify 55 and I'm not expecting anything about that just not finish last maybe <laughs> so yeah and it's uh, so I learn I learn what kind of things do you have to improve on, do you think, to make it further than semi-finals? So, I already know that I'm not good at uh, burpees. I'm a bit uh, slow. I'm not good at uh, all the stick, HSP, all the stuff like this. Like, my upper, upper body is a bit weak. So, yeah, all the stuff like that. The balanders, I'm not great. And uh, instant walk, I have to improve a lot. A lot, yeah. And on the other side, what are you good at? Uh, so I like lifting, but like uh, the girls, they are all amazing. So uh, I've, I'm not bad weightlifter, but like for games at it, it's not good. <laughs> so I have to improve like this, and also maybe I don't know. Uh, I'm good at um, gymnastic, but on the bar, like chest to bar, I'm good. Chest to bar, I'm good. I'm good at pistols, stuff like this. Yeah, row, bike. Yeah, there's loads of famous CrossFit athletes here. Are you a bit like fangirling? Have you seen? any heroes yeah some French people but they are my friends so yeah, yeah. there's a lot of French athletes here. yeah the, actually there is only two individual girls so me and, uh, and another one uh, Claudia Glick and then it's all just like uh, there are teams yeah. so there is a lot of teams and also there is the classic event in the same time so there is some individual girls and a uh, team uh, team classic and what do you think is why is CrossFit suddenly so good in France so like there's so many people coming up um you think it's good? Uh, I, I don't do, know. I do yeah. because I see because when I see the leader. Let's put, it, let's put it this way: I see many more French flags. Yeah, many more. Maybe yeah, it, it, it's true because uh, so uh, if we admit that semi-final is like regional, so the the past year there was like maybe one girl or two girls maximum going to the regionals, and now it's like four, so it's much more and a lot of teams going to semi-finals. So yes, they improve a lot. I don't know why, but I think like Europe is. Coming, so yeah, maybe baby. French are coming also. <laughs> yeah, but like uh, I'm surprised. So there is a lot of Spanish girls um, uh, who qualify for mm. semi-final, and uh, like of course the girls from the north, like Norway, yeah, Icelandic girls. Well, yeah. 
who do you think is going to qualify from here? What's um, your, who are your top five for the women? So top five is, of course, Gabriela Migala, Laura Horvart, um, Mathilde Garnes, and uh, the two other... Uh, I don't know, because I saw a Spanish girl in the leaderboard. I think she's in the... Elena. Five. Yeah, this girl. I don't know this girl, but like I've, I've been checking, and yeah, apparently she's super strong, so maybe this girl and maybe Sarah. I don't know. But but the the, the three first, uh, I'm pretty yeah. sure. But there's an English girl as well called Lucy Campbell. Oh, Have Lucy Campbell. Her? Yeah, I saw her. She's, she's smashing it. Yeah. <laughs> she's super strong. Yeah, so it's yeah, exciting. Yeah, maybe this girl also, because she plays so. Yeah. yeah. She, I think she's in second place as we speak. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, she's super strong. Yeah. So this girl too. So <laughs> enjoy the rest of Saturday. Thank enjoy you. the lifting complex. Yeah, I have to go now. Yeah, go warm up. I'm gonna go watch you. Thanks so much for talking to me. Thank and you. Have fun. Fist bumps. Boom. <laughs> Thank you. After I'd spoken to Anais, I managed to get myself into a really good place to watch event four for the elite men and women. I stood very close to Snorri Baron, who is the manager for several athletes competing this weekend, including Sarah Sigmundsdottir, Gabriela Magawa, Sam Stewart and BKG. And Snorri spent the whole of the event watching and yelling for his people, which was really nice to see. After that lifting event, I managed to speak to homegirl, Noor Blika, a Dutch athlete, and I'm happy to say a fan of the show. Okay, I'm with Noortje Blika. How did I do? Better, better. <laughs> Each time I say it, it will get a little bit better, but I'm yeah. allowed to call you Noor. Yes, please. Welcome, Noor, to the Europe is Coming podcast. This is my Lowland special. Yeah. I have been speaking to people, well, what a variety of people all day, but you are a home girl. You are yes. from the country that we're yes. in, and the crowd go mad for you, don't they? They love you. Yeah, it's, it's really amazing to be here on the home turf. Finally, last year we had the online yeah. uh, Lowlands Throwdown, and comparing that to this, it's just world difference. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. I'm so happy for you. I mean, like you've got a Linda Kiesman as well. Yeah. She, uh, are there more? Are there more Dutchies pl- uh, playing in the elite women? I think. Uh, no, not in individuals. Yeah. We have like one Ninka. She is in the team division with the Spanish team, the Zarauts Training Culture. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's all the Dutchies. How old are you? 25. And how long have you been doing CrossFit? Uh, for about five years now, four or five years. And did you immediately discover that you were pretty good at it, or was it something you fell in love with and you've worked hard at? Or tell me about how you got into it. Bit of both. I mean, like when I first started, I still couldn't do pull-ups. <laughs> I, I, uh, I have never done like a, a strength sport. Like I never did strength training. Mm. So that was like that's always a big oh, weakness, not necessarily, but like I always have to really work hard on that. Um, but like I uh, tried out for some competitions and for the qualifiers and I didn't make and I was like okay fuck I really need to start training now and I really start need to take this seriously and yeah things just started to go really fast from there Um, and then I got into more and more competitions I started doing well in the open I've been I think in the top five of the Netherlands for like the past three four years and that just yeah kept growing from there. Last year I was the fittest of the Netherlands. Ooh, <laughs> so I know that's pretty amazing. So yeah, I uh, I am really proud of that. Yeah, yeah, you should be. Yeah. And this year, your how is your competition going so far? And the semi-finals, how do you feel you're doing? Good, good. Like uh, the second event yesterday, like the deadlift event and the running event. Like for me personally, that went 
quite well. I'm not a terrible good, like I'm not a really good runner. I'm not a really good deadlifter. So that was like a bad combination That's for me. That's a difficult combination anyway. It was a difficult combination. Yeah, the whole posterior chain is just really yeah. getting uh, getting beaten up. Um, but like apart from my scoring on the leaderboard, I really felt like happy with how I executed. Mm. So yeah, I'm really proud of that effort. And then the other events, like I got quite good placing, so I'm really happy with that. And yeah, I guess I can say that I'm really starting to find my place in this field as well. Yeah. So yeah, I'm quite happy about you, that. You've risen to, uh, to people start to take notice of you, haven't yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah. How does that feel? Weird. <laughs> Weird, 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 weird. Yeah, especially because like last year I qualified for the semi-finals, but then it was online. Mm. So it's like you really get a different exposure, and now you're here on the field and everyone's noticing you, and you're like at your hometown. Yeah. So especially like all the Dutch people are like, oh wait, we have two Dutchies on the floor now. Yeah. So they're they're really rooting for us, and that feels amazing. They really are. Yeah. I mean, I really felt the it's difference. It's a good home crowd. When you were lifting, it's like everybody, every, they want everyone to do well, but you yeah, can really course. feel like. You and Linda were getting extra cheers yeah. for sure. Which and I that mean, feels I, so good. Does that help? It helps tremendously. It helps a lot, yeah. Because, I mean, lifting in front of people is quite, uh, apart from it being difficult, it also a lot of comes down to nerves, doesn't it? How yeah, do it does. How do you cope when you're in that kind of environment? I mean, I try not to, like, look at the people directly when mm. I'm making my lift. I try to just, like, get a focus point. But then, like, the energy from the crowd and the, the cheers from the crowd, they they help me lift. Yeah. It really motivates me. Some people, they don't do well with, like, people around them or with, like, screaming and yelling around them, but I do. It really helps. It helps me. <laughs> Did you grow up in a noisy household? Uh, three kids, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> You're just used to chaos. Yeah, yeah, a bit. We have quite a chaotic family, so maybe that's... <laughs> do your family come and watch you? They're coming uh, coming tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. So there'll be even more yelling. Yeah, I think tomorrow is going to be a really busy day yeah, as well. Yeah, it is. Do you live nearby, or where do you live? Uh, my hometown is like we're in Amsterdam, and my hometown is about like 50 kilometers north of Amsterdam. But I'm staying with a friend in Amsterdam. Oh, perfect. So yeah. you're getting your, your meals cooked for you. My meal are, taking... meals are cooked for me. My yeah. dear dear friend Pablo is cooking my meals. Pablo, you rock. It's really hard for the athletes when they're traveling. They have to like, figure out like, so many other things. So that helps, I'm sure, to it have really someone does, to It really does. It really does. And they're like one of my best. He's like one of my best friends. So it's just really good to experience this together. He's here every day. Go, he's Pablo. been here with every workout. What a so nice that's, guy. Yeah, I know. And tomorrow, are you looking forward to anything specific? What about the workout? How do you feel you're going to do? Um, I think the fifth one, the one with the. Um, Devil's presses, that's mm. going to be a killer. Oh, <laughs> that's going to be you go, lovely. Devil's presses, hurrah. <laughs> I mean, I don't like particularly hate them, but then 50 in a row to start the workout, that's yeah. that's going to be tough. Kicking the teeth. Yeah. So, like, I don't have any, like, expectations for that one. I think it's just going to be go with the flow and keep pushing mm. with whatever I have at yeah. that moment. Whatever's left. Whatever's left. <laughs> uh, and then the last one, like it's a really classic sprint to finish the weekend. Yeah. It's like the, the assault bike, oh no, the echo bike. Yes. Uh, bar muscle up over at squat. It's like simple, who can like, blow up, come out hard and yeah. who can still do the overhead squats because they're at 70 kilos, which is like, not like super high, but it's 
That's serious weight, though. It's serious it? weight. Yeah. So yeah. that's going to be uh, that's going to be a fun one. And then looking after after semi-finals, what's your plan for the rest of the year? Have you got competitions that you're hoping to go to? Have you qualified to do other things as well? Yeah, I have the French Throwdown uh, coming up, the Madrid coming up. And there's like one hometown competition that I'm doing with a, a duo competition that I'm doing with a friend of mine. Mm -hmm. um, so those three I know of right now, but the rest of the year I I want to take like a bit of a summer break as well before between the French and the Madrid, and then after the Madrid, I don't know. I'll see what uh, what comes by. Are you a full-time athlete, or are you working or a student? Or working. Yeah? Yes, working. Working part-time. Okay, so you, it's yeah. very hard to balance those two things as well, huh? Yeah, although like a lot of athletes are often coaches as well, mm. and as much as I like, I would like to coach, but for me it would be too much being in the gym. So I really like to have something outside of the gym as well, and maybe I'd like to reduce those 20 hours for a bit. But like, I can never train 40 hours in a week. No. So for me, it's like also good to have something else because like I got my I graduated my masters two years ago. So in what? What subject? Finance. Ah. Yes. So you could do my accounting for me. Well. Come on, we should talk. Yes. <laughs> I think there's like no, a, So I also like, you're a bit like smart. putting that to the work. Yeah. So we got like Brent Fukowski is a, a bit the of professor. A, yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> maybe you could be the professora. Yeah. <laughs> the Dutch professor. Yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. so. Yeah. Thanks so much for talking to me, Noor. Yes, and good luck for the rest of the weekend. Thank you so you much. You need to fist me now. Yes. Bam. Thank you. And really, really a real pleasure to meet you. You too. Thank you so much. So it was really fun to speak to Noor. And I've got to tell you, the crowd really were amazing. The Dutch um, supporters here are fantastic. They love the lifting event. And there were a couple of really exciting moments. I wouldn't have liked to have been in the judge's position when an athlete failed a lift, as there were a few epic fails as the weight went up. But in the end, first place went to Kevin Dears from Estonia with 151 kilos and Hungarian and second fittest in the world. Laura Horvat uh, came first with 106 kilos. Laura's got a comfortable lead overall with only 12 points separating the girls behind her from second to fifth. And Lazar Dukic is looking very solid in first for the guys with again only 28 points separating the next four. It's going to be a big day tomorrow and I'm off to bed. Thanks for listening and bye-bye. Don't miss the next episode. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts. Europe is Coming is a programme production and hosted by Vicky McLeod. Oh.